0: Thirty seventh parallel on America's haunted highway. It's pixelated paranormal. Your guide to the unusual and the
1: strange. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Pixelated Paranormal. Your guides to the unusual and the strange and. This episode is number 50. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's episode 50. Oh, We've oh done guys. this.
2: What? Holy shit. Guys, I did it. I don't I don't know how I did it. I I came back. <laughs> is this Is this 2018? It is. Did I do it? <laughs> oh By my god, god, Rob, it's 2018. Jesus. Oh, the robot wars. Have, have they started yet? Have has anything changed?
1: No. As of right now we're still banging two car ramps on a hydraulic uh, press. Yeah. We still have sex
0: slave robots rob.
2: Oh, god yeah. guys I, I tried to get back sooner than this but but man but I'm I'm worried now. I left I left a wife and kids at home. I got to go back.
0: Oh god. But, not
1: back to the robot future.
2: Yeah. <laughs> got to go back to the robot future.
1: He's got to oh. go back to little
2: Morty. Little baby Morty. Baby Morty. Wee! No, I found the real women. In the future, Uh, nobody wants to sleep with them. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Here comes Rob. (laughs) He's just one man trying to make a difference. (laughs) Wait, Rob, were you the, uh, what was it called?
0: The sperminator? What did we call it? Yeah. (laughs) The sperminator. Yeah. <laughs> come with me, John Kaka, if you want to live.
2: Everybody was, all the men were having sex with stupid robots. I don't know what was wrong with them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a maroon. What a fool. I think it all started the day that you duct taped your uh, flashlight to the Roomba. I've got to come back and stop it.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. Yeah, so episode 50, and we have Rob back with us. It is so good to have you back, man. Yeah. Yeah, we got the band back together.
2: Yeah, it's so good to be back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, first of all, welcome everybody, um, episode 50. If this is the 50th time you've joined us, thanks for uh, being with us for so long thus far. Actually, and it's if probably it's-
2: more than 50 times that they've joined us because of the specials.
1: No, I think that all factored in. In the end, I think we're up to date. Like, this is technically the 50th episode on oh. uh, on iTunes or, or Stitcher or whatever you're using gotcha. Google Play. So, yeah, maybe it's your first time. If it is, welcome. You've got a long ways to backtrack. Just ignore those first or, couple shows.
2: Yeah, or you could just skip them all and start here. Yeah, I mean it's a good jumping on point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if
1: you if you do nothing else, at least go back to episode forty nine because episode fifty one will be the sequel or part two to that episode. We got a, had too much shit to talk about and had to come back for a, a sequel on that one. Lots to talk about, but yeah, Rob, man, you're back, and I'm, we're we're happy to have you back. And, well, don't uh, get
2: used to it, gentlemen, because oh, <laughs> damn, I have enjoyed the life of podcast retirement. <laughs> and I don't know how often I will do these.
1: <laughs> yeah. So your uh, your other long running podcast, Pixelated Radio, has kind of come to a, an end. Do yep. we call that?
2: Yep. And good riddance, I say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right now, is it a hiatus or is it just an end?
2: Uh pixel pixel, pixel rated, pixel rated radio. <laughs> Ooh. A pixelated Radio is dead. There will not it's be exactly. another Pixelated Radio.
1: Okay. Um,
2: it may become something else. And I'm not 100% sure I want to be part of that either. I just want to be retired (laughs) from podcasting for a while.
1: How many years have you been podcasting total, roughly?
2: I have been doing some form of talking about video games in front of a camera and a microphone of some sort (laughs) since 2006 or 7. Wow, But you've only been talking about
0: fucking a robot for a year, so. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Right,
1: yeah. Man, so well over over a decade, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And see, it's still fresh and vibrant for Preston and I because it's only been like a year and a half. So,
2: But I think that when I first started this podcast with you and Preston, I kind of had this feeling that the first part, I would teach you how to run this show, and mm-hmm. then I probably would have retired.
1: So, so you retired, but you never did teach us how to do yeah. the show. <laughs> hey, Just you guys have done
2: – you've done what? A dozen episodes without me now, so... Oh, yeah, man, Supervised
1: yeah. shows that, like, we're all over the fucking place. Right. <laughs> and to prove my point of us not knowing what we know how to do, Preston still deep-throats his mic. Yeah. Back <laughs> up just a little bit. Just mm. a little bit, and I won't get that popping noise. Oh, Uh-oh. for fuck's sake, we just we, lost
2: Preston. God damn it.
1: Uh, what a maroon.
2: Man, it's like just the first I've time... Said, <laughs> I gotta come back, guys. No one can handle this shit on their own. Jesus. <laughs>
1: It's the 50th anniversary, and it's like the first
0: time we did it. Yeah. Are we there? Damn, We're I do here. Where the hell did you go? Did you I
2: go know. to Robot Future too, Preston? <laughs> yeah,
0: I was just, like, just sitting here, and like all of a sudden, it's like Discord freezes up, and it's like restarting, restarting, and I'm like, oh, uh. man.
2: So
1: yeah, episode 50, man. Here we are, and um, this episode's not going to be quite as paranormal as a lot of them have been, but it's still going to be about some really weird and wacky shit. We're going to yeah. not really... Debate, not really sway people, but we're going to talk about the flat earth
2: versus round earth today. Uh oh. Hello? Did we just lose Sean? Did we just lose everything? No. Am I the only one here? (laughs) 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 There's Rob. (laughs) Can you guys hear (laughs) me?
1: (laughs) And there's Preston. What happened? I don't know. I think it was the Masons. Yeah. They don't want us to bring out the, the flat earth truth. Oh, it was all jacked up because Preston's like, I think I'm going to have to go ahead and leave the video chat to make this work. And then Preston pops into the video <laughs> chat. You
2: both, you died on me. You were the first one. You were mid-talking, and then all of a sudden you were gone. That's weird. Preston, I could hear Preston, and he could hear me, but you, your
1: screen froze, and I didn't know where that. hell That's how
2: went. it did for me, too, for you.
1: Oh, boy.
2: It feels
1: like the first time.
2: Starting to think it was a curse for me to come back. The robots, they figured it out. They know where I am. (laughs) Well,
1: hell, before we lose any more progress, because I'm going to keep most of this in there or tag it on the end.
0: Is Rob John (laughs) Teeter?
1: Ah, oh. So before we lose it again, let's jump into the news. How I missed your doot doots so much. (laughs) So, um, <laughs> just like a scene <laughs> out of Joe Dirt a couple of days ago, a human waste bubble or, or glob was ejected from an airplane, and everybody mistook it for a meteorite. <laughs> What's that brown rock in the sky, Margaret? Pretty much. <laughs> and I'm going to butcher this. Haryana, India. A village in India received an unexpected surprise when an icy ball fell from the sky with a big thud or <laughs> – the 22 to 26 pound quote meteorite landed in a field in another town I can't pronounce on Saturday morning. Some villagers thought it was an extraterrestrial object, others thought it was some celestial rock, and I've heard that they took samples home. Oh, that's unfortunate. Ooh. The international aviation authorities told BBC that waste is normally disposed of once the plane has landed, but they said the, lavator- <laughs> the lavatory leaks and uh, some. I guess you'd say chunks can be released into the air, but typically these giant turd rocks should, you know, they're frozen. They should just be released and break apart into tiny little pieces, uh, not giant chunks raining from the sky, just like Joe Dirt. And that's because the uh, sub-zero temperatures normally cause any liquid to freeze, resulting in ice that breaks into, you know, little, little hell balls. But yeah, giant unidentified object fell, landed in a field, and people raced home with chunks of it, thinking it was some kind of alien.
0: It's the new uh, Prince single, Brown Rain. Right. That's space corn. <laughs> Oh god, I wonder if has anybody have you guys ever heard if a giant chunk like that's ever killed anybody? <laughs> oh my no, but that would be horrid. What a shitty way to go. <laughs> How Fred die? He got hit by a turd comet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> turd comet. <common.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking terrible. Yeah. Oh, so move it along.
1: Uh, Buzz Aldrin is back in the news again and uh, apparently he was trying to catch a plane from Delta And they had to potentially, I guess, send him on a different plane. They had to postpone his flight and reassign him because there was a technical difficulty. And so, of course, TMZ was there and caught the whole thing on tape. But basically he uh, got really irate and started screaming, what the hell's the problem? We've been sitting here for 20 minutes and it's a two minute problem to fix. Um, you know, what kind of, what kind of airport are you guys running here? And then he got all up in the people's face at the front desk and yeah. Unfortunately, just another case of a 90-year-old man throwing a temper tantrum.
2: Oh, man. Did he punch anybody this time? No, but he did punch. Did you land on the moon? (laughs) Yeah. Um, He did
1: punch somebody just a few days ago.
2: Oh, God, I didn't hear about this.
1: Yeah, he was walking around again, apparently. And I, I read this on a couple sites, so I don't know if it's entirely true or not, but it was at least, you know, more than once. Um, a guy got in his face again and was like, oh, we never landed on the moon, you son of a bitch. Blah, blah, blah. Again? And then Buzz, yeah, Buzz <laughs> Aldrin's like, listen, asshole, I ain't got time for this shit. And just decked him in the face and just started <laughs> screaming stuff like, we landed on the moon, damn it. And I'm tired of these people thinking that we didn't because I've been there. Yeah. Buzz Buzz Aldrin, sir,
0: you're an American hero. (laughs) Buzz Aldrin is getting a little cranky in his old age, unfortunately. But
1: what do you do? Um, Later, TMZ, of course, you know, picked up after him and they're like, hey, give us some news. Poke, poke, poke. Uh, Pretty shitty that your flight got delayed. And he's like, no, no, no. I've got family that works for uh, Delta and airports and I don't want to say anything rude. Um, it was a pretty lousy operation, but I don't want to be put on tape. Uh, my son worked for Delta. I know the people quite well. I don't <laughs> want to say anything like that. And apparently last December, he also started up a fashion line, teaming up with bags and accessories brand Sprayground. Hmm. So Those are fashion tidbit for the day, so. Well, Roberto, do you want to jump in with your little bit of Rob's robots?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay, this is another... <laughs> This is another thing I'm upset about. Now, robots are taking our damn jobs again. They're taking uh-huh. our gerbs, and this <laughs> time, it's going to be at the winter of the the Winter Olympics this year in uh-huh. South Korea. They're going to be using what? them to ski, paint, and clean the Winter Olympic grounds. And they got several different types of robots here, and they've took our jobs. Uh, one of them looks like a little scrub thing with the with the camera on top of it. You know, looks mm-hmm, like a little mm-hmm. Roomba, but it's like looks like also like the back end of one of those things that cleans the street cleaners. And then it's got <laughs> this other robot that looks like a fucking walking tackle box, oh. and it's named the Pyeongchang 2018. Oh, that's the Olympics. Never mind. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Uh, that's staying in. Um, oh man, I that missed you. That is the you, Rob. name of the
2: Olympics. So <laughs> a fleet of robots will carry refreshments, polish floors, and paint murals for Olympic. What kind of fucking robot paints? I mean, seriously, uh, how do you paint it? What kind of murals is it painting? It's going to be it? called
0: the Van Gogh 3.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep.
2: I mean, what the hell? You know, I understand a robot like painting a wall somewhere, but these things are painting memorial. Those are just, that's just graffiti. They're just graffiti is artists weird. at that point. Are the robots going to take our graffiti jobs too?
1: Man, we're going to have a bunch of hooligans wearing sweatshirts with hoodies, and they're going to be robots. <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of <laughs> corrupted Johnny Fives.
2: <laughs> Los Locos kick your... <laughs> 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 He's part of the- we found him. He's part of the Los Locos gang now.
1: Oh, God. They
2: kicked my balls in outer space.
1: They- <laughs> right. Well, maybe not. We'll get to... that a little bit but it might not be possible for them to kick your balls in outer space
2: yeah
0: so Uh, we're gonna have robots at the olympics huh
2: yep cleaning things and painting shit apparently i mean why are we gonna have
0: it's just because nobody wants to go to south korea because of north korea so they gotta like you know entice people somehow they're like look at all the futuristic robots that are going to be serving you so people are gonna forget oh it's in korea let's go
2: Man. Well, so the, the thing is, that the North and South Koreans are supposed to be going coming together to the Olympics.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, talk about
0: more conspiracies, but it makes me a bit nervous.
2: I eh, w- no, Wonder if
0: those have robots been have been trained like the Russian robots that can do dual wield pistols, and it's like a conspiracy just to get all of us Americans over there, and they just flip the switch.
1: Ugh. Now, what's the ski bot going to do? You said there's going to be one that skis. Are they just going to be there to kind of, like, temper the the slopes?
2: Look, I didn't read that far. (laughs) And I'm trying to figure out. Actually, I read that at the beginning. I'm like, what the hell? I don't remember anything about skiing in this You're getting
0: laxed in your retirement, sir.
2: I know. It's like almost like I retired or something. (laughs) It's Uh, like we
0: need to have a contract and tell Rob uh, what to do. That's true. He's he's a contractor now.
2: I was told by Sean I had to come do this show. Or I wouldn't get my third portions of the ridicule. Oh. I mean, the residuals. <laughs> right. I'll
1: give you a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B.
2: Um, I don't see anything about skiing. I don't know what mm. they're skiing.
1: Sounds like some propaganda.
2: i us show this one picture. It looks like a damn robot fish. What the hell? <laughs> Each robo-skier. Okay, here we go. Okay. Um... One brand new robot that will appear at the games is a robotic version of this year's Olympic mascot, the white tiger named... Pyongyang. ...with which visitors may pose for pictures. And in a sister event to the Olympics, 10 humanoid skiing robots. Each standing a meter tall will compete to navigate a 200-meter slope. Each robo-skier designed by companies and universities completed trial runs in the months leading up to the games, and used the data it collected to teach itself how to best maneuver through gates and on, co- on the course. Afterwards, you'll be able to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's not in the story, but I'm guessing.
1: Rob's <laughs> sticking to it, anyway. Yeah. Hey, no, what was that robot's name? Because that almost sounded French.
2: No, it was the white tiger named... It's the Olympic mascot's name is Tuhurong. Tuhurong. Okay. Uh, sounded- also... Uh, elsewhere, the International Broadcast Center's school, sw- small school of autonomous robots with waterproof skin will swim together in underwater formation to entertain passersby. These fucking <laughs> robots, man! God, Rob.
1: <laughs> Is it like this in the future?
2: <sighs> Dude, I... The robot... Look, when I seen robot fish in the future, I ran, because those suckers, they would shoot shit. So... <laughs> I'm cussing way too much. We're going to have to cut all these words out of here.
1: That's alright. You're, you're foot loose and fancy-free in your retirement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're cut. You're cussing less than what I normally do. Yeah, if, apparently you haven't been listening during <laughs> your retirement because we've been cursing a lot more than normal.
2: Uh, it, it operates at a depth of up to two meters and determine their position with depth and pressure sensors. If one huh. gets separated, operators can guide it back to the group by means of a built-in radio antenna.
1: Or just by dangling
0: robot anchovies in front of it. <laughs> and that's when it pulls out the AK-47 and opens fire.
2: Yeah, so that's, that's it. Awesome. That's South Korea's robot army. Um, well,
1: that's definitely interesting.
2: You know, we if those robots wanted to do some real good, they would take care of some of these Olympic coaches molesting kids, you know? Ooh,
1: yeah. Maybe that's the plan.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, well, man, it's good to hear the Rob's robots from the, the man himself. We've been doing our best, but, you know, it's just... Nothing quite like the way you do it, Rob. Yeah. Steve tried, but failed. (laughs) I wouldn't say is it still
2: Rob's robots even when I'm not here?
1: Yeah. Always, dude. Always. And it will always be Rob's robots. Don't you worry, your pretty little head. Yeah, we have a copyrighted that, so nobody else listening Mm -hmm. can use that at all. (laughs) Yeah. We thought someone tried to steal it once, but we were way wrong. (laughs) They stole it and tried to bring it back. So (laughs) the last piece of news here is going to take us kind of right into our main stories. And it says here in headlines, good day, mate. One point seven billion year old chunk of North America has been found in Australia. And this was back on the 23rd of January. So just a few days ago. Eons ago, the land down under wasn't so far away after all. Holler at Pangea. Rocks rocks recently discovered in Australia bear striking similarities to those found in North America, says the study. The sandstone sedimentary rocks the scientists uncovered are not native to present-day Australia, but instead are more common to those found in eastern Canada. Rocks recently found in Georgetown, Queensland, and other parts of Australia, uh, roughly 250 miles west of the cairns in northwestern part of the continent have scientists saying that one region of modern-day australia was once attached to north america but it broke away 1.7 billion years ago after drifting around for more than 100 million years the chunk eventually crashed into what is now australia forming the supercontinent nuna or Nuna. And blah 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 science big words and blah blah blah. So yeah, basically it's just it's more studies basically supporting Pangaea that is all a giant chunk at once upon a time and it floated off and uh, Bob's your uncle. Now America owns part of Australia,
0: so the aboriginals technically weren't the first ones there, right? So it's because America, America was there. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll be jiggered. Okay, well that kind of takes us into our first topic then in a relative way. Uh, we're going to first talk about the age old argument, guys, of whether or not the earth is flat or the earth is round.
2: I, and I, we're not I number one am doing this under protest cuz this is the dumbest fucking thing there has ever been brought up. <laughs> and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm going to not defend the fact that the earth is round. This is stupid. <laughs> i am here against okay. protest and the sean says we're not we're just bringing up different no shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb
0: uh, If right
2: the- okay okay go ahead no i got i got my rebuttal at the end of this
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can do your rebuttal at any time
2: oh.
1: <laughs> all right so with that being said, we're not going to try to sway anybody's opinion.
2: Yeah, we're not going to try.
1: One direction or the other. <laughs> so if
2: you already have the wrong opinion, you're an idiot because it's not an opinion.
1: The right way or the wrong way. <laughs> Savage. He's a curmudgeonly old man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're not going to disrespect anybody's beliefs on purpose. Burn this
2: podcast to the ground.
1: <laughs> we're not going to put down anybody's belief systems, their religions, or anything else. We just want to present facts. On... I'm going
2: to put down somebody's God beliefs. Dang it, Rob! <laughs> uh,
1: we're just going to bring some interesting facts from both sides to the forefront because as kooky and as absurd as this sounds, there actually are some interesting topics uh, with some really compelling points on both sides of the debate. I was waiting for Rob to say something and there's no also com- no,
2: there's no compelling on the other side. Those people are idiots, but continue Sean, uh, or we'll never get Rob. through this and I can't go play Monster Hunter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it also uh, develops into a social media frenzy, ending up in a bizarre pissing contest between rappers, scientists and NBA players. So first off, Preston, is the earth flat or is the earth round?
0: Uh, well, because I'm a mason, um, the uh, the the earth is uh, round, and uh, we're just trying to control you norms uh, by norms. convincing you that it's it's round when it's really flat. <laughs> there you
1: go. And Rob, I think we all know your point, <laughs> where you stand on this. Oh boy. Okay, so a little over two thousand years ago, a Greek astronomer by the name of Eratosthenes. How do you pronounce that, Preston?
0: I don't know. Just say mason.
1: Eratosthenes, thank you. Uh, Also a Mason, came up with the hypothesis that showed Earth was actually round instead of flat, like so many people had actually believed. Um, In doing this, he basically realized that the rays of the sun are all hitting Earth from the same degree, but because Earth has a curvature, the length of the shadows were actually different locations across the Earth and not the same length. Bada boom, bada bing. Holy shit, guys, the Earth is actually round. It's not flat, like all you idiots think. Um, In this experiment, it included calculating the Earth. Uh, it included calculating the length of shadows casted by the sun and how it changed between two main cities, Alexandria and Syene. Here, he also gave an estimate of the circumference of the Earth being about twenty-eight thousand miles, which actually is only about sixteen percent off. Um, it's a little bit bigger than the actual size of the Earth has been calculated. So it's pretty damn good for an old dude 2,000 years ago. Pretty mm-hmm. good maths, I think, for just measuring. In other you know, words, measuring.
2: a guy t- 2,000 years ago figured out the Earth was round. <laughs> Let that sink in, and you idiots today can't figure it out.
0: God. Fucking savage. 2,000 years ago, a guy using some rocks to make some mathematical calculations and a stick yeah. figured out that the Earth was round. Yeah, stay in school, kids.
1: <laughs> okay, now so, pods. W-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this Mason scientist guy, he says, guys, the earth is round. But to quote the flat earthers, they argue that if you were to look up in the sky and select a star, any old star, Rob, you can track its position every night. Then if you begin to move forward towards the horizon, you'll notice the star appearing further and further behind you every night. If the earth was flat, you'd always be able to see your chosen star. But, since the Earth is round, this star eventually begins to sink and disappear below your horizon. Because why, Rob? Earth is round. So, let's talk a little bit about maps real quick. Flat Earthers say that their interpretation of the globe, the right interpretation of the globe, is that you take a globe and you smash it down. Now, we argue traditionally, no, a globe is a globe. And, Rob, I'm going to be really dumb, and I'm going to be, this is an honest question, the globe, Earth, basically, we're living on a sphere, correct? hmm Let me ask you a weird question. Does that mean that some people are actually upside down right now? That's a serious question in a way. Well, it's I mean, not is that because we... of
2: gravity. Gravity. Okay,
1: right. I mean, so no. it's not like Yoshi's Island where you can run around the top or the right. bottom of the continent? Okay, great, thanks. So our map is actually a globe, and we know that. The Earth is round. Flat earthers think that the actual way the map should look is you would take your globe – and you would balance it so Antarctica is on the bottom, North Pole's on the top, and then you smash that puppy down into a pie plate, right? And you make a disc. From top to bottom, making it a round, flat map, kind of like a hockey puck. And then the North Pole would be in the very center of their map, and everything else kind of is arranged around it in a big ring. Flat Earthers believe the Earth is a shape of a hockey puck, with a dome above it called the firmament. Firmament, which includes our atmosphere, the sun, the moon, the stars, etc., um, Some religious people argue that blah, 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 flat earth, maybe not. But people do say the Bible states the earth is flat and there is a dome that is put over top of it. Wrong. But you ask yourself, Rob, if you were to flatten or smash a globe, ask me, what, where is Antarctica, Rob? Ask me where Antarctica would be.
2: It would be smashed.
0: <laughs> where the fuck is Antarctica.
1: Thanks, Preston. (laughs) So Antarctica is not actually a continent, according to Flat Earthers, but instead in some weird twist in a Game of Thrones plot twist, Antarctica is actually a giant icy ring that surrounds the entire Flat Earth. So if you think about it, we're on a hockey puck and all around us is a giant ring of ice. That's why the water never actually runs over the edge and we don't run out of water. This giant solid ring of ice surrounding everything keeps the ocean from draining off, and it basically is a giant barrier protecting us so we don't, you know, fall off the edge of the
0: Earth and just go ah, into outer space. But if that's correct, then why could Sarah Palin see Russia from her back door? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I if, I, back if I got in a boat and sailed the other direction, I, according to you, I would hit this icy wall. But according to Sarah Palin, I could see Russia from my back door. (laughs)
1: Right. Exactly. And we'll get into some of that philosophy here in a minute. So basically, flat earthers believe our planet is a giant pie plate, floating island, has a dome over the top of it like a snow globe, and we're all protected by a giant ring of ice that's frozen because space is so damn cold, thus allowing us to not fall off the edge or lose all of our precious water. But – why hasn't anybody gone to the edge of the ice ring and just peered over it or taken a photo or knocked on it like, you know, the bizarre twist in, spoiler alert, The Truman Show? Hmm. Well, the answer, Rob, is cheap, simple, and also, I know some people think it's bullshit. Flat earthers say that access to Antarctica is restricted for your own safety. So a bunch of yahoos don't go to the edge of it like the Grand Canyon and fall off and freeze to death in an icy vacuum known as outer space
0: the birds (laughs) chirping
1: it's fucking crickets you're so stoic (laughs) okay rob now ask me what about the sun and the moon i'll answer that for you the sun and the moon basically are inside the dome inside the van allen radiation belt in the firmament And they're spinning around opposite of each other, like they're on a giant pole, spinning round and around and around and around, thus chasing each other, thus giving us your daytime and your nighttime. And you're probably going to say, but there's plenty of pictures of the Earth, Sean, so you're a liar and the Earth is actually round and it's not flat. Well, guys and gals, that could be the truth. But all the photos are all faked because we know we never went to the moon. We know that it was all filmed by Stanley Kubrick. And we know they're all stuck in a giant snow globe. So, yeah, basically all the flat earthers are saying that every single photo of the earth has been painted or digitally photoshopped or computer animated and that there are no possible ways we could have any photos of the earth because we just can't quite get that far away from it. Rob, your rebuttal, anything?
2: I've got one rebuttal I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Okay, even, f- even if this sun and the moon that they speak of is in this firmament, mm-hmm. we have telescopes that let us see mm-hmm. out into the vast beyond of our fucking planet. And uh-huh. every goddamn thing that we can see is fucking round. So you're telling me everything else in the goddamn known universe is round, but this one fucking planet is flat as shit. <laughs> you're going to yeah, tell me much, that.
1: Pretty much. It's like when I watched uh, the Thor, the first Thor movie. And every planet they pass by is round like a globe, you know, except for Asgard. Was isn't it like a flat floating island? Am I yeah, remembering yeah, that yeah. correct? Yeah, and that's exactly what I thought, Rob. Like every planet in this whole solar system, I, I which think is ours. if I'm so- not
2: mistaken, there's still a planet below Asgard. There's it's just that's where the gods are all at, uh, Thor and all them that they have. Oh, okay, they have, is that how it works? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Okay, well that I mean, I mean s- that kind of scientists sets me have found
0: flat planets. So, you know, what makes Earth round, supposedly, by, you know, all the crazy scientists is it's spinning so fast that it it takes that flat pancake and it Mm -hmm. wraps it around. So if you have a planet that's not spinning fast due to the gravity of the star, it'll actually flatten itself out and just be like this flat, weird-looking rock thing floating in outer space. I mean, science proved that. Right. Does science say the centrifugal force would thus cause you to
1: back up from your microphone a little bit? Yeah, right there. Right there. <laughs> yeah, <I guess. clears throat> <laughs> Oh, goody, goody, goody. So thanks for that, Rob. Um, Yeah, basically people are saying that we never left the Earth because the firmament – the firmament, I can't say that word. Um, It's like a giant snow globe and it prevents us from leaving the Earth. So NASA has spent all this money instead of a space race – um, they spent it on faking everything, and they're saying we've been in bed with the Russians and the Soviets this entire time. The Cold War was a giant ruse, and we've been paying a shit ton of people to paint pictures of the Earth and make basic uh, computer animated dioramas. This of This is the shit. most
2: retarded fucking thing I've ever heard of.
1: Oh boy, just strap in.
2: Oh no. Um, so, but I mean, we've known that other planets in our solar system have been have been around. Since like the 1600s, you know they've got telescopes that have done this. So you're telling mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. for 400 years, the governments of the world have been trying to keep it secret by I, I don't even know. Just go, just continue, just continue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so I mean you're you're kind of at the point where I was going to be at anyway. The argument here is that think of the Cold War, right? And again, I'm not saying the Earth is flat. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. The space race I would and the Soviets. You
2: in the face if you told me you thought the Earth was flat.
1: God, no, I know it's a triangle. Rob, give me a break. It's like a giant pyramid. Um uh, The space race. We had to get to the moon first or else we're going to lose a lot of faith of a lot of people. So Stanley Kubrick and that whole conspiracy, we never landed on the moon yet. As of 1969, we never went. We had to fake the footage, fake the landing so we wouldn't basically be a disgrace in front of our entire country. So that's essentially the – philosophy behind this there was no outer space we thought the earth was flat then we thought it was round then we discovered it's flat again and there's a giant glass dome over top of us or whatever firmament or the uh, the van alden belt that's full of radiation or uh, the supposed nuclear warhead that blew up up there and caused a giant radioactive cloud that we can't ever leave whatever we've been promising people through textbooks And through different studies and different sciences that there was an outer space and we could leave Earth. But instead we realized, holy shit, we can't. And we don't want another Cold War uh, race on our hands, another space race. So we're just going to lie. Ever since 1969 when we never went to the moon, we've been lying this entire time so we don't lose the faith of the entire world. And since
2: 1969, robots on skis have been painting murals of the planet Earth (laughs) to make it look like it was round. I was wait, we brought that. it back the, the minute you I know, look at that full circle. Like wow. it was going
1: around the giant disc Earth. So
0: I'm a believer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this episode was so well thought out and I'm glad Rob showed up to play the chaos in this whole thing. So yeah, NASA, right? NASA would never lie to us because NASA means National Aeronautics and Space Administration,
0: right? No, it means never a straight answer. Right? NASA and Hebrew need actually seven means. Astronauts.
1: <laughs> you know, we did kill a couple of them. We burned up that one guy. I forgot his name because I, you know, have slept since then. But we did burn up one. No, no, no. Lost that was
2: that was the joke going around. When the uh, Challenger exploded, and and, uh, and like when I was in like second or third grade, kids started saying, "What NASA stand for?" Need another seven astronauts. Whoa. Yeah,
0: we uh, that's hard. a little rough right there. Damn. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs>
2: Fuck, that's
1: ice cold. That's brutal. <laughs> like the ring of ice around the earth. My iPad just shut off. Hang on a second. Your iPod can't even stand the stupidity. It's not. Nah, it's 2018. Itself. No one uses an iPod. <laughs> Go back to the future. Um, so, okay, right. NASA in hebrew in the future, according all to iPod's some
2: or taco bill
1: <laughs> in hebrew nasa means to deceive beguile or fool this whole entire time rob
0: so are you telling me that some some fucking flat earther speaks like ancient hebrew and just, was able to write a fucking paper on how nasa means all that cuz nasa i i think doesn't mean anything it's like an mm-hmm. anagram
1: no, it means National Aeronautics and Space Administration. We right. It there. doesn't
0: mean, just, you know, an ancient it's Hebrew. It's an abbreviation,
2: fucking, not an anagram.
0: <laughs> well, what he said. <laughs> Listen to the poor boy. Robbie's no, trying to well, no. sound smart.
2: <laughs> Hold on. He may be right. I may be stupid there. He might be right. Anag- I don't yeah, think anagram right. is retired. the right word, though. I don't know. Maybe it is.
1: An ambigram means you can spell it front to back and back to front, yeah. like the word race car.
2: Acronym. Acronym is the word. Right? Acronym. There we Acronym. go.
1: Acronym. There we are. And just like that, guys it became a grammar podcast. Um. So speaking of grammar and and words and language, yes, people think that. And again, sorry disclaimer. We're not belittling anybody's religion or speech or or language or anything like that. Supposedly, NASA though means in Hebrew to deceive, beguile, or fool. But here's where things get kind of kooky because again, we can cherry pick things to sway our argument one way or the other. There's, I, and I'm probably wrong here. There are two different Hebrew languages, an old and a new, or something to that effect. And Correct. the people who thought that Nasa meant to fool or beguile or be um, a liar, it is actually pronounced Nasha, N-A-S-H-A, but the S is pronounced S-H. And so, if you switch over to the new Hebrew or the modern day Hebrew. Um, NASA actually means to lift up and to carry, if you pronounce it with the N-A-S-A as NASA or NASA. So there you go, guys. Debunk that one. Sometimes people think it means uh, deceptive snake because it also means like serpent or something like that. And I guess if you pronounce it correctly, it means to carry up. <laughs> Ralph's face is priceless. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, there you go. There's a quick – uh, back and forth about flat Earth versus round Earth. Because <laughs> I'm gonna skip some of this because Rob's eyes are glazing over. No, but yeah, I mean, really, I didn't want to make this like a whole like it is or it isn't. If you guys want to look at the flat Earth, go on YouTube. We'll give you some maybe some people to look up later. It's just fucking nuts. I wanted to talk about it well, so that'd be they fun. They even
2: talked about holograms and shit in the sky, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, correct.
2: And yep. that's where, Projections. So I'm, I'm guessing we've had this holographic technology since people were looking at telescopes in the 1500s.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I would think so. I, I mean, hope so. I mean,
2: yeah, these holograms have just been around for 15, you know, 2,000 years, you know, why not? 400 years, 500 years. Hell, we just project <laughs> these holograms up on the ceiling all the fucking time. Right. The government's like, God, in 600 years, they may have the technology to actually go somewhere, so we need to make fake all this now. hmm Exactly. On, people. Well, and he and, got that one idiot odd? that's going to shoot himself in a rocket up to the fucking sky so he can see the curve of the Earth. And I'm like, please, God, please, let him get up there. Yeah. yeah. And then when he's up there and goes, oh, my God, it is round. Then let the fucking spaceship crash and him die in a horrible fucking death. But at least oh, oh. hopefully they still have the video of him saying, I'm a fucking idiot. Because then we'll be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we agree. We agree. Right. So I, can't,
0: I can't wait to get to my segment because Rob is going to love every bit of it. Yep. So, okay, but real quick, about I was going to talk about that, Rob, but that didn't work,
1: right? Preston, he ended up, like, not having the power or somebody shut the cop, shut him down or whatever, right? Yeah, well, the yeah, government
2: tried to he, shut, him, shut him down, but then I heard that he was still going to do it anyway, but I don't know. I haven't heard since then.
0: So he's, he's like a redneck daredevil guy, so yes, he was going to try to do it anyways, but yeah, the government shut him down because he didn't have all the proper permits to use a homemade rocket and to shoot himself up in it, so...
1: Is his name evil, flat and evil?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's convenient, right? I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove y'all wrong. And I couldn't do it because I got shut down. So that's that's unfortunate. But yeah, so there you go. Guys, dig in, jump in. Just give yourself some time because it, it just gets so wacky. And there's just so many arguments back and forth. And a, a lot of times people cherry pick a lot of stuff uh, to make, like I said, their argument go one way or the other. But um, The reason why I kind of talked about that a little bit and the reason why I mentioned a media frenzy and a pissing contest is Flat Earth is like on a huge upswing right now and there's a lot of celebrities jumping on. And by that, I mean and pro we know basketball celebrities players. Celebrities
2: are always the smartest amongst us. Especially <laughs> right, rappers right. and NBA players.
0: Correctamundo, sir. I mean, come on. They claim they get raped in hotels by ghosts and uh – now they're claiming to be flatter experts.
1: Right. <laughs> so, yeah, let's fast forward here real quick. Uh, NBA professional basketball players and rap artists have joined the cause to prove that they, too, think the earth is flat. And damn it, that's enough to make the entire world lose their damn mind and sway a ton of people to think that, uh, yeah, that might be the case. So – NBA star Kyrie Irving, or Kyrie, I believe it's Kyrie Irving, made headlines in the beginning of the year 2016 when he came forward and stated that he believed the Earth is flat. But, of course, you know, that wrinkled a few feathers. One particular bird specifically was our favorite science guy, Bill Nye.
2: Well, he's not my favorite science guy. He can also get in the rocket and fall to his death, too, for all I care. And take Tyson with him. Neil Tyson. oh boy rob
0: yeah <laughs> what about Stephen hawkings is he is he cool in your books or is he need to get he's not real he's
2: an ship? ai that's controlled that's taken over somebody's wheelchair and that guy's dead
0: <laughs> oh
1: god <laughs> i'm gonna have to make a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode Rob. <laughs> so okay so yeah <laughs> Irving says the Earth is flat and everybody lost their mind. So Bill, my- Bill, my Bill Nye stepped forward and said, "Quote: Basketball players think thing. about."
2: That's what he said. That's the first thing <laughs> He's he He's a smart guy.
1: In 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 specifically uh, referring to basketball players, they think about basketball defense. It's complicated business. Sure they, think
2: is. Content- <laughs> they think about their
1: statistics con- constantly. They think about their statistics constantly. They're constantly evaluating their shooting percentages, their field goal percentages, uh, how the court uh, could be messed up. They should get there early. They think about dribbling the ball in different parts of the court to find out if certain areas are dead compared to alive because somebody spilled a Coke five years ago that didn't get wiped up fast enough. That's going to affect their game. Yes, they think about all that kind of stuff. Yet somehow they're able to look at pictures of the Earth from space. And somehow they're able to accept weather forecasting brought to you by satellites. They're able to listen to CNN from one side of the world bounce off spacecraft and satellites back to where they're at. And yet they conclude, since they can't see Florida from Manhattan, the world must be flat. And that's just weird. But wait, there's more, because we need more than just basketball players to, you know, change the minds of the masses. When he revealed that he believed that the world is flat, surprisingly, he wasn't the only famous person who believed the globe is a big old fat lie. Enter B.O.B., a.k.a. Bobby Ray, a.k.a. the guy that sang that airplane song with Haley Williams and Eminem. Now, did you guys remember any of this shit from 2016's yes. January 25th, right? There's a huge Twitter war. B.O.B. got on his Twitter and posted a picture of himself in an icy landscape of, like, New York or whatever, and he challenged the idea about the Earth being round, and he tweeted out, The cities in the background are approximately 16 miles apart. Where's the curve? Please explain this. He flooded his timeline full of photos of the clouds and the stars and all sorts of crazy shit, and um, basically said, Guys, the entire time we've been learning since kindergarten, we've been lied to. And a lot of people turned, uh, he says, tweeted, He tweeted, a lot of people are turned off by the phrase flat earth, but there's no way you can see all the evidence and not know. Grow up. Time-lapse photos, time-lapse photos of the stars form perfect circles. How is it possible? It's a flat earth and it's a disk.
0: It's flat earth, bruh.
1: And then people flood him with photos. They flood his feed with photos about, yeah, it's flat. Look at this. Here's evidence. And he says, good job, guys. By the way, GoPros have curved lenses because a lot of people were shooting photos with their GoPros. And then round earthers, we'll call them, were just like, hey, dipshits, uh, the horizon's round. Look at that. You just prove yourself wrong. But just when we thought we were losing a battle, Rob, and we thought no hope was possible, like a bright, shiny, big brain superhero, the hero that we didn't know we needed, NDT the man himself, Neil deGrasse Tyson, entered the ring with some mighty old blows to old Bobby Ray. And he tweeted back. Push up your glasses, nerds. Earth's curve indeed blocks 150 feet, not 170 feet of Manhattan. So yes, correct. You can't see because of, you know, the Earth is flat. But most buildings in Midtown are way taller than that. So that this proves your theory right there. The Polaris has gone up. By 1.5 degrees south longitude, you've never been south of the Earth's equator, or if you have, you've never looked up. Flat Earth is a problem only when people in charge think that way. No law stops you from aggressively basking in that. He tweeted after this. But dude, to be clear, being five centuries regressed in your reasoning doesn't mean that we all still can't like your music. And A.K.A. Bobby Ray replied, You can regulate force-fed information all day. I'm
2: fucking allergic to this bullshit. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can regulate force-fed information all day. Still doesn't change physics. Don't believe what I say? Research what I say. Then Bobby Ray got all butt hurt, and he dropped the most fire-ass diss track ever in history called Flatline, which largely focuses on his belief that the world is flat and also other strange conspiracy theories. With a mighty slap in the face of Neil deGrasse Tyson, B.O.B. states, DeGrasse Tyson needs to loosen up his vest. They probably write that man one hell of a check, because what he's saying is Tyson and Nye are being paid by NASA, the lying serpent, to basically uh, lie a bunch and paint pretty pictures and convince people that the Earth is round. But the song he wrote doesn't just focus on the Earth. It focuses on conspiracies, including Holocaust denial. He says, do you research David Irving? Stalin was way worse than Hitler. He also says stuff like this, and Preston, cover your ears up at the end. Okay. Rappers, get off my dick and get your own bars up. Now the mirror, a lizard's breath, got the clones scared. Because, woo, use your, use your common sense. Why is NASA part of the Department of Defense? They divided up the seas into 33 degrees, feeding kids masonry, bruh. Be careful what you read. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so of course blame it on the masons yeah but old ndt had a sweet-ass freestyle retort to bob on late night with larry wilmore and yes, he's you not like,
0: gonna get his three degrees <laughs> right. oh sweet pun
1: preston three people got that uh, it's pretty great. So, yeah, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson goes on Late Night with Larry Fillmore, and he rocketed social media and made some big waves because he had a freestyle of his own. He says to a pretty sick beat, listen, B.O.B., once and for all, the Earth looks flat because, one, you're not far enough away at your size. Two, your size isn't large enough relative to Earth to notice any curvature at all. Bam. It's fundamental fact of calculus and non-Euclidean geometry. Small sections of earth, curved surfaces, sec- <laughs> small sections of large curved surfaces will always look flat to little creatures that crawl upon it. Damn, there's a growing anti-intellectual strain in this country. It may be the beginning of the end of our informed democracy. And then he takes on the tone of an evangelist. Of course, in free society, you should and can think whatever you want. If you want to think the world is flat, go right ahead. But if you think the world's flat and you have influence over others, as with successful rappers or even presidential candidates, then being wrong becomes harmful to health, wealth and security of the citizenry. Then he raises his voice for the kicker and he says, Isaac Newton, my man, said, if you have seen farther than others, it's by standing on the shoulders of giants. Can I get an amen? And then he's you sitting down for this, Rob? because it's actually really great. So that's right, B.O.B., when you stand on the shoulders of those who came before you, you might just see far enough to realize the Earth isn't fucking flat. With a deep breath, he then pauses for his kicker, his final blow, Rob. And by the way, this is called gravity. And he holds out the mic in front of him, and he drops it on the stage. It's still not over, Rob, so don't you fall asleep just yet, because B.O.B. is still at it. B.O.B. is working hard, Rob, and he's going to prove to everybody with your money that the Earth is indeed flat. Because in September 2017, B.O.B., a.k.a. Bobby Ray, started a GoFundMe to raise finances for his own science project. From the Kickstarter, it says, help B.O.B. purchase and launch multiple weather balloons and satellites into space for experimental exploration." And just to prove that he's serious, Rob, he donated a pretty big chunk of his own money to the cause. And a staggering $1,000, $1,000 he dumped into his Damn, page. Damn,
0: breaking the
2: bank. So, dude's balling, man.
1: Dude's dude's balling. Yeah, stacks on stacks, friends. Um, And that's because maybe he's just he a cheapskate. Yeah, like he's never
2: seen a Benjamin before.
1: no no shit so um but uh, hey man that's a pretty that's a pretty big step towards his uh when you believe
0: in flat earth you ain't gonna see no benjamins no mole right
1: um he's trying to raise an astonishing two hundred thousand dollars for this experiment I don't know
2: if you know this Sean and Preston but a thousand dollars that's ten crisp one (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollar bills oh damn!
1: oh be damn (laughs) So, yeah, B.O.B. is trying to raise $200,000 for the experiment, but...
2: That's Hamilton, Tom Franklin, bitch. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Speaking of
1: sweet-ass maths, look at Rob. (laughs) Little do we know that Preston's a mason, but fucking Rob's a Pythagorean.
2: Sacred geometry, motherfucker! tells us
1: that the planet is round! Damn, the planet's round, and B.O.B. actually just raised up the cap of his GoFundMe to a staggering $1 (laughs) million. He's trying to raise $1 million, people. Help B.O.B. find the curve, please. And that's when I cue the arms of the angel. Thus far last night, guys, Rob, when I checked his Kickstarter last night, January 24th, 2018... Guess how much money he actually raised by these supporters, the people that believe the earth is flat, and you might be surprised. Honest $8, to
0: goodness
1: $8,000. $8, how much do you think, Rob?
2: Mm, $1,200. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying people <laughs> donated
1: $200. Look, bucks. if you're that stupid,
2: you ain't got any money. Oh. oh. What?
1: what? Uh, Preston, you cheated because you had the answer. So far, as of last night, January twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen, Bob has raised six thousand eight hundred and seventy eight dollars. Holy crap! Right, one thousand of that was his own, so let's not give him too much credit.
2: But um, right, I'm The other five thousand something was too. So he's like, "Well, hell, if we can't get the money up, it's not like I'm going to lose it anyway."
1: Oh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, yeah, there's that. B.O.B. is currently um, with a Kickstarter to raise a million dollars to send up satellites and cameras and weather balloons. Okay, more recently before we wrap this up. Uh Irving said just before an important NBA game, I've seen a lot of things in my educational system, said they were real, and turned out to be completely fake. Bill Nye turns around and says, The Dismissal... Of so much human knowledge is crystallized that the earth might be flat. It's just saying everybody who came before me is a dumbass and is wrong. The PBJ of science, the passion, the beauty, and the joy is that you can do it yourself.
2: Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter
1: (laughs) and jelly all of a sudden. No way yet, way yet. It's not a man, it's not a woman's job. It's not recently from Africa. It's not recently discovered in Europe. It's true for everyone everywhere. The earth goes around the sun. The earth is a ball. And anybody can do their own science. And Bill Bill Nye offered up his own challenge, Rob. For you to prove once and for all the earth is flat. For immortal bragging rights. And to finally get all these science nerds to shut the hell up. He's asking you to do one thing. Go to the edge of the earth. Snap a photo. And post it on your gram, bro. Post that photo on the gram and he will forever more shut up and give you the bragging rights you deserve. So that's right, guys. Public service announcement. Bill Nye challenges anybody to go to the uh, wall that surrounds the earth, kind of like Game of Thrones. Take a photo, post it on your Instagram feed, and you will win the argument. Neil deGrasse follows that up later on saying, let me be blunt to TMZ. We live in a free country, so you ought to be able to think and say whatever you want. If he wants to think the earth is flat, go right ahead. As long as he continues to play basketball and not become the head of any science agencies. My point is that you have, if you have certain limitations of understanding the natural world, stay away from jobs that require that. And then Tyson agreed with Rob on a final note. He says, we launch everyone who's on the same page as Irving, and B.O.B., into space and only allow them to come back once they all agree that they were wrong.
2: Or just nothing of value would be lost if they just stayed.
1: Why did you become so bitter, Rob? <laughs> what
2: happened in four months to make
1: you hate the world? Can you show us on the doll where the robots touched you?
2: <laughs> yeah. they touched my heart.
1: Oh, man. So... Oh Man, there is a very
2: discompopulated <laughs> coverage of flat
1: versus round earth. Do I don't know research, why you're saying guys.
2: versus, because all I heard is idiots versus <laughs> people with some intelligence. <laughs> Pretentious is Bill Nye, the, uh, the asshole guy, and Neil deGrasse, Pretentious Tyson, uh, which ooh, I can't stand yeah. either one of them. They're not wrong about their statements here.
1: Oh, there we go. Yep. So what's weird though, and what on a very serious note, Rob, and I'm, I'm not going to set you up for anything here, like Irving says, you know, there's a lot of people who support the old adages of George Orwell's concept of books and what we've been taught can easily be swayed and changed and erased, Um kind of like the Mandela effect a little bit, basically – Textbooks are being rewritten already as we speak to sway the history. And what, who was it? Churchill said that uh, history rewards the winners or history is written by the winners or the whatever. Winners. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's scary because Orwell said, quote, from 1984, and if all others accepted a lie, which the party imposed, if all records told the same tale, then the lie passed into history and became the truth. Who controls the past? Controls the future. Who controls the present? Controls the past. And that's a really scary thing because whether you want to believe the earth is flat or round, we all think it's round. It wouldn't be too hard for someone to get into an office per se and start changing this kind of shit, man, because that that happens all the time. 1984, Fahrenheit 451, all that mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. goes on right now. You know, people rewrite textbooks, Christopher Columbus and all that kind of stuff. We were raised to believe that he was this jovial pilgrim who discovered America. And in reality, they raped and pillaged and diseased, you know, a huge continent. So and weird. I'm not saying that it could happen, but it's not far from the truth. If uh, textbooks could be written and one day someone of high authority comes to be and says yeah guys check it out this textbook right here says the earth is flat so the earth is flat and we're all left saying we don't really have any proof in the textbooks that say it wasn't
2: that's gonna be a no for me dog
1: yeah (laughs) you were waiting for that the whole time weren't you
2: rob Uh, if you think all of
0: that that he just said is a bunch of bullshit some fine folks in colorado would disagree Coming from the Flat Earth Convention in Colorado, Thompson— Do they also come the from cult-
2: all over the globe?
0: Well, hold on. <laughs> Thompson, the cult leader, says, They say we are a cult, but the globe is the biggest cult of all. The 31-year-old host of the official Flat 31. Earth Globe and Discussion Group— so much. Yeah, on Facebook— was the guest of honor at the night's flat earth meetup held in the state of Colorado clad in a green jumpsuit fashioned with flat earth maps. He worked the room hard all the while proclaiming that the earth is less of a big blue marble than a big blue pancake. A six year old boy approached him and said, uh, he had started a GoFundMe campaign to prove that the world was a disc. And moments later, a middle aged man declared the earth is flat, not spheroid. So this Thompson guy was beaming. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy fact. With more people rejecting (laughs) traditional sources of information and the internet giving rise to a variety of alternative worldviews, the granddaddy of all conspiracy theories is enjoying a uh, renaissance and Colorado is the epicenter, Rob. All those people that you think are dumbasses are in the great state of Colorado.
2: Yes, and there's a lot of... There's a lot of thin air there. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh? Mark Sargent, who is uh, a software analyst from uh, Boulder, uh, is now living in Seattle. He is the primary organizer of the movement and has made more than a thousand videos. So oh, he, he would, had posted wow,
2: thousand videos.
0: Yeah. Hold on now. So he had posted back in 2015 that if you were to type flat earth into YouTube, you would get about 50,000 hits. Now, Boy. in 2018, if you were to type in flat earth, you would get more than 18.7 million hits on YouTube. And you know why
2: press? 90 90- because if you go to those videos it's Can you believe <laughs> these fucking idiots think that the flat earth is flat. That's what's that's what <laughs> 90% of those videos are.
0: And 90% of those videos are coming from that guy beating out Lady Gaga and closing in on Donald Trump, who has a 21.3 million YouTube search on a daily basis. (laughs) Now, Sargent suspects that the millions of believers remain in the closet to avoid ridicule, especially by Rob. (laughs) But he said as of December of last year, his channel broke 10 million views, and now this is his full-time job. Okay, he says the sun is about three.
2: Apocalypse hit people like this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He says that the sun is three thousand miles away, and by his calculations, it's not a burning ball of hydrogen gas. It is an electrostatic energy that we just don't know how it's powered.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was another thing, real quick about flat Earth. They calculate the sun to be about four thousand miles above the surface (coughs) of the Earth. Yeah. And in reality, it's like way, 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 way far out there. If the sun was only four hundred or four thousand miles away from the uh, the earth's surface, we would all burn up in a heart. Well no, right? it's
2: electric, it's electrostatic energy that we don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean obviously right? we don't know how it works because it's not like it's so it's so far away we couldn't fucking study it.
1: Did you just say we couldn't fuck and study it, Rob? No. <laughs> Strap a flashlight <laughs> onto the sun.
2: Damn, I have a new life goal now. No longer robots. <laughs> yeah.
1: Rob's eyes glazed over.
2: I'm gonna <laughs> fuck the sun.
1: That should be the excuse of why you don't come back for a couple episodes. Rob's yeah. busy trying to build a rocket ship to go fuck the sun. <laughs> I don't fuck robots. Uh, now
2: it's time to go for that damn yellow sun. <laughs> My dick <laughs> is on fire. Teachers <laughs> told me I could do anything I want when I was just a small boy, and I wanted uh, to fuck the
0: sun, so
2: I did. <laughs> My mama said I'd never grow up, do nothing, but she was wrong, and you're wrong, too.
0: So, uh, so Thompson says, we don't, uh, we don't believe we know the, that we live in a closed system. The Earth is not spinning. What would keep us on on it if it was spinning so fast?
2: Magneted shoes in our feet. And a
0: giant ice ball. So most people say gravity, but he says gravity has never been proven. Yeah, they want to dissuade you from the idea of God. Beyond that, they want to control your mind. They want us to think we aren't special, but we are. His group has planned an experiment later for this year better than BGB and FMA and, you know... They're going to cut off their testicles and
2: wait for a comet to fly by to get on? In a very
0: (laughs) hard-to-follow plan, they are going to fire a laser over water at some target somewhere. They didn't go into, I mean, the details are vague, okay? But, Rob, if the Earth is flat, that laser beam, my friend, will remain flat across the water. If the Earth is round, then the laser beam will dip down into the water, and once and for all, they will prove to the world whether it is flat or round. Hmm. Take that, BGB.
1: Now, when are they going to do that, and when are they going to have technical difficulties and have to be stopped by the police and, and try it again another time?
0: I would, they didn't go into that you – know, they didn't get to all, all oh, those okay. details. Okay. <laughs> like I sure. said, it, it was vague. It was, <laughs> we're going to fire a laser over water, and this is going to prove it all. And we're going to put the lasers on sharks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this next part I was going to get into, but I'm going to give you a really quick summarization because, uh, by God, it's already been over an hour.
0: Did you guys ever watch Oprah? No.
2: No, is (laughs) Oprah's not even on anymore?
0: Hey, she's running for president. By the way,
2: no, she's not. She came out today and said no, she wasn't. That was the media hyping it up. Because that's just what we need—another celebrity running for a television celebrity running for president.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I used to when I was little, not run for president, but watch Oprah with my mom. As I drank the leftover cold coffee that was in her mug. So there was a chick named Jane Elliott on there, and you guys have probably seen the clip. Have you heard about the discrepancies of the map? And this isn't like a flat earth. No, round this earth is about
2: argument. how different uh, – is this how the different like, uh, countries and stuff look size-wise compared to – Yeah, it's like, like the, 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 the
1: Mercator – I think it's called the Mercator, Mercator yeah, so like the model States versus the like, Peterson model. It looks
2: huge, but it's not as big as it as it is compared to other like other areas on the map. Exactly, and it's this we're trying okay. to
0: make America great again. Jesus Christ, get it together. Well, maybe um,
1: this kind of relates back to my 1984 um, comment, and I may actually edit it to make it make more sense. But um, yeah, so basically, we have been lied to in a way because the uh, the Mercator or Mercator or whatever you call it map it shows the continents and it shows America and it shows Africa and it shows Europe, but it's strangely distorted. So like America is really big and Europe's pretty big, but all of the like African countries are smaller than they're supposed to be, and for some reason Greenland is fucking ginormous. In reality, Africa should be bigger than Greenland, but on this map, uh, if I remember right off the top of my head, Greenland is shown to be larger than Africa. Yeah, oh. it's, it's really bizarre. Look it up yourselves, guys. Sometimes just check it out because that was one of those whole 1984 ideas that why is it this way? And the answer that Jane Elliott gives is it's because your maps are really racist. And mind you, she is a Caucasian lady herself. And I think this is a kind of a good argument because if you look back, it does show the mindset of people ever since like the 1500s, I think, is when this map was made. But basically, yeah, they enlarged every white settled country – well, that wouldn't really make sense then. That math is wrong too. Because when did when did Columbus show up? Sixteen
2: whatever. Uh, fourteen ninety two. Was it fourteen ninety two?
1: Great. I didn't. Columbus go to sailed
0: the ocean blue.
2: Yeah,
1: the books I read are probably rewritten anyway. Um, yeah. So I guess that would make sense. The map was drawn up around the fifteen hundreds, and they made basically every like Anglo-Saxon Northern European settled country really big. And every um, minority-related country, African country, really, really small. And for some fucking reason, they blew up Greenland like it's some giant continent of its own. Well,
2: honestly, though, is it because of lazy – or is it because of white people? Or is it because, hey, these are the areas we know the most about is the United States and mm-hmm. and Europe at the time. And, and other states like Africa, we didn't have that much – I mean, yeah. we didn't have as many people there to explore those areas. Uh, we knew mm-hmm, mostly about right. the coasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would just say it's – who knows?
1: Well, I mean that that's a good point. That kind of is one of their answers because people who are are pro-mercator um, or whatever the hell you call it, mercator, are saying that the reason why the continents were shown to be that size is partly what you said, Rob. And also for some reason, it, it gave navigators who were in – boats a better way to navigate because it showed them better representation of the distances between the continents, which makes no sense because you're showing shit bigger than it really is. But they basically blew up some of these things to comedic proportions to help people travel in straight lines across the maps that were drawn up for them.
2: I mean, no, I mean, it. to me, it kind of makes sense because if you're a map maker, you don't have aerial views of anything. You're basically, what do you do? I mean... How the hell did they even know what the size? I mean, they would literally have to walk the coast and map this out and and, and or get a group of people to do this. It just seems like it would be it would have been so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it would have been a little difficult, I think. So. And
2: not many people are going to walk the coast of Africa. Well, maybe
1: you won't. It's on my to do list. You go fuck the sun. I'm going to go walk the coast of Africa, Rob
2: i would walk 500 coasts of africa if i would walk 500 more just to be the man whose friend Uh, fucked the sun and fall down at your
1: door man episode 50 is very much like the first time
0: (laughs) yes it is a
1: lot of fun yeah so you can read more about um that on your own guys just look up different sociology uh, textbooks before they're rewritten go online before the internet gets shut down and also watch a three minute clip from an episode of West Wing I forget what uh, episode it was but yeah there's an episode of West Wing that covers this as well the idea that uh, different countries and different continents were blown up and shrunk way down real small so yeah There you go, guys. The episode hasn't been very educational or informative, but we do want you to look this shit up on your own and look up Flat Earth. Yeah, look it up. (laughs) Check out Flat Earth if you want to, depending what side of the fence you're on, if you want to get a laugh or you want to further educate your arguments. And also look up the Mercator versus Peterson project maps, projection maps. It's it's pretty interesting stuff. Definitely check that out. Well, Rob, that was fun, man. I'm glad you got to jump on with us and I'm glad we got to do this and... Hopefully I've missed it's not. the sound of your voice. Yeah, a lot of people have, man. You've been severely missed. I've had a lot of people ask me what happened to you, where you went. So we're glad you got to come back for tonight's episode, and hopefully it won't be too many more for you. Grace is with your presence. Mm-hmm. That's how I baited you, too, because we had one more topic to talk about, and I'm going to make you wait. Mm. I'm going to make you come crawling back
0: to me begging just to talk about it. Episode 53, folks. <laughs> Rob will be back to talk about the Denver airport. <laughs>
1: Don't make empty promises. <laughs> so, Rob, you know how you finish this thing up. You've been watching anything good lately on TV? Uh,
2: on the old telly? Um, Travelers is back. That was a nice, it's a pretty cool. Uh, it's a pretty good show. Pretty good fl- uh, show on Netflix. Yeah, I haven't watched too much of the second season yet. Um, mm-hmm. it's been uh, playing a lot of PUBG. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, man, my we've been, time. been playing some,
1: playing wicked amounts of that game, man. Winner, winner, chicken version. dinner.
2: Apparently, it's. Yeah, we got
1: our second chicken dinner the other night. That was nice.
2: Uh, yeah, my first chicken dinner. Nom, 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 nom. Oh,
1: that's right. I've got two on you now. <laughs> Wait,
2: you've only got one chicken dinner, right? Or two chicken Nope. Two. Second game I ever played. Yeah, of I know, but G. you've only got was... two chicken dinners. Yeah. So you've only got one up on me, not two. Oh, sorry. Yep. My math is not
1: as good as yours. Or, you know, Mason. Yeah, I've got zero
0: chicken dinners, but you know what? I've uh, been run over by a motorcycle. I've been shot at and killed by my own teammate while riding in a Jeep. Yeah, that teammate's
1: specifically on this episode right now. That's neat. Yeah,
0: Yeah, guys, PUBG is a uh, video game on PC and Xbox,
1: and it's just a shitload of fun. It is not the world's best game, but when you get four people in the group and we love it. Hell, it ain't even four people.
2: It's me and you sometimes have the best time.
1: That's true. One one to four players. It's a shitload of fun. Look it up. PUBG Player Unknown Battlegrounds has been a lot And we're
2: fun, playing on so. the Xbox version and staircases mm-hmm. will kill Sean.
1: One time Sean and I uh, were hiding in a walls. bathroom.
2: But if you got an Xbox I will pretend 1X, like it, was... it works pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's kinda like the Manhattan Project, and I keep getting phased into the side of buildings. <laughs>
2: Philadelphia <laughs> experiment. Oh, did you watch any Philadelphia more of, uh... experiment? Come on, Sean. I'm just keeping you honest, Rob. I'm keeping you sharp, buddy. You got kind of a little
1: soft in your retirement. Manhattan
2: Project was the atom bomb, dude. Jesus.
1: Hey, listen, I'm just keeping you on your toes, buddy. That's why we're here. We're not even recording, Rob. This is just to make sure that you still had it, buddy. we
0: did it. It's an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> we did it for you. We just <laughs> wanted to see that look on your face when he talked about flat earth.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to see half those looks because those were terribly threatening <laughs> if rob rolled his eyes any harder he could see yesterday <laughs> that was a lot of fun did you uh i
2: can't roll my eyes because they're flat <laughs> oh
1: god we can make this episode two more hours long if we wanted to rob let's I know not because i
2: want to go play monster hunter
1: okay quickly have you watched any of you watched black mirror right? Yeah. you finished, finished it up that. pretty great preston did you finish it up no. Season four? Okay. Well, then, next topic. I would like to just say what a wonderful date I had the other night with Rob, um, starting at about 2 a.m. We started watching 1980s toy commercials on YouTube. That was the best. Thinking it would be about a 15-minute venture. And Rob and I sat next to each other on the couch, hypothetically, on <laughs> Xbox, and we watched 1980s <laughs> toy commercials.
2: We, we, would, we would count down to hit the start button, so we were both watching it at the same time. Or at least as We synchronized. We <laughs>
1: Like spies in the 1960s, we synchronized our YouTubes together, and we had we should have recorded it because the color oh commentary God, was, was some of the best one-liners, dude. We had some shit. I thought I killed Rob a couple times. Rob almost killed me a couple times. I mean, Ray it was Charter G.I. Joe's. He, oh fuck that! Yeah, that was a that was a good one that could never be shared with the
0: world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued.
1: <laughs> okay, guys, we are not promoting rape culture. Please do not hate us. But there was a scene, there was a music video that Ray Parker Jr. made for Coca Cola that was a play on his Ghostbusters music video, where it's pretty much the music video for Ghostbusters. And then they uh, do product placement with like Coca Cola. It was like Ghostbusters or
2: something. Well, I can't, re- it, I was can't like Thirst remember. Yeah,
1: Thirstbusters. And he was just like, Look it Thirst
2: up. Busters. But then, like, near the end of the commercial, for some reason, to whatever reason, uh, Bill Cosby comes walking into – and does his little – shaking his – doing his little face thing. And I don't know if maybe – maybe he was a spokesman for Coke at the time or something back in the- – He may, Well, there were different random – there were random people yeah. dancing, I think, throughout but it. But he shows up there. But and, they weren't famous. And he shows up there at the end of this commercial, and I'm like, was that Bill Cosby? And then Sean's just doesn't really miss much of a beat and goes – well, that's funny, Rob, because... Uh, <laughs> that's kind of ironic I'm in this music video, Rob, because back in <laughs> college
1: they used to call me Rape Parker that's right. Jr. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, once again, guys, not promoting rape culture. Yeah. Oh my
2: god, I, I, just, I couldn't stop laughing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really thought I killed you for a second. It was a very terrible taste list. What's the pudding?
2: Also, apparently Fantastic in joke. the 80s, shoes were the amazing toys for little girls. Yeah,
1: if anybody remembers Boglins, the little hand puppet monsters, there's a really great commercial from the 80s where it shows a kid, a boy playing with Boglins, scaring his aunt who may or may not have a beard. Um, she spills her popcorn <laughs> all over herself. Her parents, the parents go out like on a date. And then there's a scene where he's hiding under the bed and his sister is playing with her dollies on the floor going.
2: No, she's not playing with a She's playing with a shoe. Right.
1: When you actually realize what she's playing with, she's playing with a fucking stiletto. Like a, like her mom's high heels, she's like, "Do do 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 do, just get to go dress Barbie," <laughs> and it's a fucking shoe in her hand. And then the little boy busts out from underneath the duvet and scares the shit out of his little sister. And Rob and I are like, "Wait a second, let's back it up. She's playing with a fucking shoe. Your budget was so shitty for this commercial, you couldn't afford a Barbie, and you're telling me that nobody on staff had a kid who had a baby doll you could borrow. You had to use Teresa from accounting's shoe." for this commercial yeah. yeah.
2: anyway that's, that's great, great. But yeah, we may turn yeah, that into we, a show we, at some point I don't know
1: we should have recorded it because it was amazing But yeah, from a little before 2am to well into like 4.30am dude we were Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters, He-Man fuck it was amazing, it was a great time Rob <laughs> I had a wonderful time um, thank you, I'd like to see you again one night <laughs> I would definitely like to go on a, another date sometime with you you cheating on me you bastard boy you should have been there <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, in we were
2: basically place to wrap it we were Basically, up. riff tracks for commercials, commercial compo- yeah, compilations. Yeah, man. It
1: was wonderful. Nostalgia meets sarcasm <laughs> meets, hey, watch this real quick before and, you get off. And Rob. there was a
2: lot of, there was a lot of, not only was it jokes, but there was a lot of uh, nostalgia and talking about the toys too. And remembering it oh, up.
1: dude, yeah, and we also discovered a really weird um, conspiracy that we may make uh, we may come back for in episode seventy six, where we get to the bottom of why GI Joe commercials blurt out the faces of little boys that oh, were playing that with the so GI so Joes. Creepy. <laughs> We watched this commercial for GI Joes. I think it was copyright for whoever reposted the commercial, but the faces of all the kids playing with GI Joes were blurred out, <laughs> it's so like creepy. they were all witness protection.
2: <laughs> we're like, did one of them get sent to witness protection? What happened here? I what kind of I traumatic was waiting event? For
1: <laughs> I was waiting for them to change the voices too, where it's like, come on, Cobra Commander, it's
2: time to go take care of GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> This is so much inside oh, shit. baseball. People are like, "Why am I giving a shit about this? <laughs> yeah,
1: no. <laughs> yep. Oh, just like the good old days. So, yeah. Well, it's a good time to cut it, Rob. Um, You've been you've been listening to any podcasts? Anything you want to promote?
2: Nope, because I don't have any podcasts anymore. So.
1: <laughs> oh, womp womp. Okay, so, Preston, would you like to plug any podcasts? Oh, I mean,
2: O&D Podcasts. I guess we could do that. Oh.
0: There you go. Yeah, well, there you go. See, he took my job from me just like a fucking robot. <laughs>
1: like a robot. <laughs> His work here is done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, check out uh, Oh Indeed, our buddies Brady and Steve. And that's another little interjection here. So with the, with the shifting of the tides, the changing of the guards, since Rob's not going to be here for every episode, we are probably going to fill – Um, that third spot off and on with different people. We're going to see Steven come on and off. Um, he was with us for episode number 49. He'll be back for episode 51. So yeah, we're going to have Steven on a little more often. We're going to try to get Corey in here and we're going to even get a Brady from, oh, indeed to kind of weigh in on a couple topics too with us. So we'll most oftentimes have somebody else, um, trying their damnedest to fill the shoes of our dear, dear Rob. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have more, uh, trifectas than just Preston and I. Coming up. And then maybe – who knows? Maybe other people. There may or may not be a time where we uh, interview a certain Catholic priest about some exorcisms. That's a fun yeah. thing that – yeah, that's on the back burner. Rob didn't know about because he's never around anymore. With that, um, check out Pixelated Sausage. That's our uh, our, our sister cast, our, our, our buddy uh, – shit, our buddy Mark does that. He also – Takes care of a lot of the posting and the hosting for us. We owe a lot to Mark. So check out his uh, podcast. It's all about pop culture, uh, animes, animes, books, comics, uh, TV shows, movies, whatever. Pop culture. What he watches, he tells you all about it. And Rob's favorite and my favorite sports car NASCAR podcast, Sports Car Unleashed.
2: Not NASCAR. What?
1: Race cars, hot rods. Same thing where I'm from. (laughs) Yep. Check out Sports Car Unleashed. That is our good buddy Rich. He also was, uh, and a lot of times, on Pixelated, the uh, the ill-fated Pixelated radio. We bid thee farewell. But yeah, check out Sports Car Unleashed. And uh, my voice is getting a little bit higher now, so I think it's time to get off of here. And jump online, check out com, and use the promo code P-X-L-P-A-R-A for 20% off your entire purchase. Alrighty. Well, Rob, thanks... Thanks for jumping back on, buddy. We missed you. This yeah. won't be the last time.
0: I will guilt you into something <laughs> else. <laughs> so can we get episode 53? 54. <laughs> oh no! Guys, fifty-four oh! no fifty-four no more. Fifty-four
1: no more. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. If you made it through this one, guys, hats off to you because it went <laughs> way off course sure like again! it normally. Yeah, Rob. Before you fade away, say goodbye to the nice people.
2: Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks,
1: thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening to episode fifty. Hopefully, you learned something. And uh, otherwise, we will catch you next time for part two of the president UFO alien cover up phenomenon conspiracy crap. Get your tinfoil hats out for that one again. So it'll be phenomenon. Phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon. That sounded oddly like Rob. Maybe an echo from the past.
0: All right, everybody say goodnight. Laters. The cast at pixelated paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. You have two ways. one, Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, we have that set up too. Dial us at 707-523-4263. Again, that's 707-523-4263. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Hello? Did we just lose Sean? No, I'm still here. You hear me? we just lose everything? All right, everybody keep no. recording. Am I the only one here? Did you really lose me? No, but I think that I'm going to disconnect what from what video
0: because it might uh, make it run Preston? a little bit smoother. Can you hear Preston? me? Preston? Yeah. Sean? Yeah, can you hear yeah. me? Preston? Yeah.
2: Preston? Sean? Bueller? <laughs> I'm scared.
0: <laughs> Bueller? Bueller? Oh, <God>. Fry.
1: <laughs> Am I there? Can you hear me, Rob?
2: <laughs> Yep,
1: you can. You can hear me. I don't know. You don't know if you can hear me.
0: All right. You know what? I think it's actually it's the Masons that are like sabotaging this <laughs> they don't want us to talk about flatter
1: <laughs> No shit. We've got some fun stuff to talk about right now. For fuck's sake, it is a nightmare. Okay, everybody, keep rolling.